Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Tangent Time with your host, Zen T, which that is me. Uh, today is Saturday. Uh, what's today? Um, September 12th, 2020. It is very early, 6.47 a.m. Uh, good morning to you all. I know that a lot of you are probably still sleeping. You'll catch this when the episode is up and running on the podcast, actually. Um, So the other day, I was uh, in my old neighborhood, the neighborhood that I grew up in. And in the recent years, you know, the neighborhood has been obviously gentrified. This is in Brooklyn. The neighborhood has been gentrified and... Um, but since the pandemic and riots and protests and all the things that have been going on, New York City has kind of taken a big step backwards. So growing up in the 80s, Times Square wasn't a place that a kid would be. It wasn't, it probably was a touristy place. This is in the 80s and I want to say maybe early 90s. It probably was some, to some degree um, a place that tourists went, but you weren't bringing your kids to New York or to Times Square to walk around and you know see the sights and the lights and things like that as um, we would have in recent years. Um, but uh, again, since the pandemic and all these other things have been happening, we've taken a step back because of poor leadership. Um, uh, you know, people have been let out of jail um, with the excuse of uh, not, you know, people not catching the virus. And but the sad part about it is that these people, a lot of these people who have been let out, are not using that opportunity to um, seize a better life for themselves. People are just kind of like um, going back and just basically doing the same things that they were doing to to end them in jail in the first place. We've had a lot of like killings, uh, people uh, people getting killed because of the the funding of the police, um, uh, and the defunding of certain um, task force uh, in the police uh, department. So, you know, people are just running rampant at this point. So uh, I was again in my neighborhood. I think I went to pick up something from a friend of mine or my my old neighborhood, and. Uh, I walked on, well, I walked past the block that I used to live on, and, um, you know, it was a sad thing to see because the neighborhood started to develop. Now, obviously, it's been due to gentrification. You see a lot of different people that were not there that are there now of different cultures. Well, not even of different, just white people, man. You just see a lot more white people in neighborhoods than you used to see before when I was growing up. Um, My opinion on gentrification, I'm not against it necessarily. It is, I don't like to see the neighborhood transformed in the sense that people who once lived there are now basically forced out because they can't afford to pay the rent. Um, Some people are basically bought out of their apartments and their homes to sell and you know, for rich people to come in and, you know, redevelop and skyrocket rent prices and things like that. 
That part I don't like. But the part to see the cultivating of the neighborhoods getting better, the areas looking better, the modernization, I don't mind all of that. Um, um, even honestly, the mixture. I don't. I don't mind the mixture of of uh, cultures of, of of white people and black people to see a mixture. I just don't want to see uh, one whole group of people be moved out just to make way for another group of people. Um, when I walked on, when I was walking past my 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 old block, you know, I, I'm sorry, but you know, to me, you could just kind of like tell. The people that some of the people that were just let, let out of jail because they were walking around like they were still in the yard. And um, I think that it is a sad thing to, to have to say, you know, the neighborhoods are basically going back to the way they were crime infested. People just hanging out on the corner, you know, nothing, you know, with no seeming purpose. Just up, I'm going to get up. I ain't got to go to work. I'm going to get up and do nothing, right? Uh, I've always said another reason why I don't really feel necessarily too bad is because I've always said, look, the hood has never done anything for me personally, right? Like, I have my few very very few friends that I've grown up with that are still friends of mine to this day um but I can be honest with you I one one thing that I I don't like I'm, I I kind of don't like going backwards and I I don't like to go to these neighborhoods and see some of the same people doing the same thing that they did when I I haven't lived there since well I can't say that because I've moved back from for, for a period of time but I haven't lived in the neighborhood before the gentrification since I want to say maybe 2002 or 2003 or something like that. And, you know, for me, again, the hood has never done anything for me. I, you know, the, the, the hood didn't cult. I guess, it, you know, I guess being in the environment helped cultivate part of my, my mentality or part of the way that I move in the world. But as far as sustaining um, positivity for me or um, seeing something uh, 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 and cultivating uh, greatness, it didn't do any of that for me. I never was in a gang. I never affiliated myself with a gang. I'm literally like basically a loner for the most part. Again, I have my very few friends that I have, but I move alone I move by myself I do things on my own um, so it doesn't make me feel good or I, I even don't I necessarily I don't even feel sorry or bad for people who just you know they're not looking for some sort of um, forward movement in their lives they're st they're they're stuck in their mentality which just leads them to be stuck in their environment um, which, you know, they don't go out and journey and find other um, views of the world. They're just there. When I walk past the, my, the, my old block, now, obviously, a lot of the people on that block now are just, they're not there anymore. Um, or even if some uh, some of them are there, um, the, the generation that 
are you know are that that is hanging on the blocks now are kids that I don't even know because I you know I haven't I haven't lived over there in so long so to them me coming up there is like you're, you're a stranger and I remember walking past the block and you see these <laughs> you see these two guys walking with their shirts off and they're with some girl and um I walked uh I went to a store like a uh, like a um a beauty supply store to buy some some stuff on my beard and I don't even understand like this is like 10 20 minutes later these same guys walk past me and I'm standing there text messages and you know you you kind of get a sense of it and this is the thing about you know being in certain neighborhoods you you feel as though this the people who look like you are some of the people that you have to be wary of the most right as a young black dude who is not in a gang and, and is not affiliated with any members or groups um you i've always felt like the police weren't the only people that i had to look out for because you know the hood is filled with niggas who be scheming right so you you know you, you got to watch out on both parts right um but i think that it's again it's it's understandable to not want to see your neighborhoods dismantled um and have uh, just to make way for whole groups of people but at the same time i i just can't feel bad or sorry sorry for people who choose negative things in their lives and and are not looking to elevate themselves in some way or another now I'll say this, not everybody can afford to go out and explore, not everybody can afford to, but the way that you live is, it starts in a mindset, it's it's not like, it's not like you're, I mean, you may be born into a certain um, circumstance, but that circumstance does, doesn't have to define the person that you are, so if you're a person who just chooses, like, yo, I'm going to choose to live on the block, I'm going to choose not to work, I'm going to choose to uh, do negative things and commit crimes and um, you know you know I don't feel sorry for you um, I understand some people who affiliate themselves with like gangs are people who are who you know who don't have families or are lost or and you know I understand all of that but I don't think that's an excuse like I don't you, I don't see that as an excuse because Although I had a lot of people in my my life as far as family, brothers, sisters, mom, and you know things like that, um, you know we had we all had our lives. I've been basically working since I was like ten years old, and that was because I had the initiative. I took the initiative to go out and work because you know I had a lot of brothers, so I always had to share stuff, and I hated sharing stuff. So I would go out and work. I'd find you know things to do. Like for example, I used to walk dogs. I babysat. Um, I packed bags at supermarkets, things like that. Um, and you know we use these excuses of as far as like, let's say we uh, we want to defund the police and allocate that money into programs. Like I always say, and I I, I stand by this wholeheartedly. Program or no program, it all starts with you. I chose at uh, at a young age not to get involved in um, negative activity, and I was no different from the drug dealer on the block who wanted to make money. Right, I wanted to make money too. I just found positive ways to do it. Right, I found ways that weren't going to get me in trouble. 
So when I walk past these blocks and, I, and I'm starting to see like this uh, communal recidivism, um, it, 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 it makes me sad in a way. And, it, you know, I think that it's, you know, and I, I personally think that all of this is like planned to some degree, like even with the, the funding, the police and the city going back into ruins and the crime rate going up past 100 percent i do think that it's all like a part of a plan a friend of mine said the other day they probably just doing it to scare people out of the neighborhoods right like i mean because they're like people are getting killed like really like people are literally getting killed like you know i guess it's free for all now for rivalries because that's what's going on people are um people are retaliating against one another um, but again, if your mindset is that is not that of like, I want to see better for myself and I want to do better for myself. And especially if you have children and, you know, you just sitting in your own little whatever, like, I don't feel sorry for you. Right. I don't feel sorry for you. I've been in situations where I've had where I've had to start all over. I've had to do things or um, that that is just not a part of my character and not necessarily negative things, just things that go against the type of character that I have. Um, but even with that, I mean, I always wanted to see something, um, better for myself, right? Like life is hard and I had to do the going back and I'm, you know, I made plans and I had plans and things didn't work out, but you know, I always saw something better for myself. So I just did what I had to do. And even if that meant starting over, I would start over and that's what it would have, what it would have to be. Uh, so I really hate having to go back to these neighborhoods um, and see things uh, move backwards, right? Like the the beauty, I guess, to me in gentrification, and I'm sorry if that word is not a you know a good uh, choice of a word, but I like to see uh, aesthetically modernization, new buildings going up, um, neighborhoods becoming safer. I, you know, I'm not even going to apologize for that, right? Like, I think if you're just an, if you're, if you are a normal human being, I mean, you want to see better, like you want to see better. You want to see beauty. You, You don't want to be stuck in ruins, right? And I don't think you have to be any specific color or come from any specific background to even, you know, see that or feel that way, right? So... Again, like, you know, you can give me, you can give me a program, right? In schools, I work in a school, right? And we, the school that I work in, we go above and beyond for these kids, right? We, 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 we develop programs. We, um, we stay late. We, sometimes we even walk kids home who, uh, you know, have to go home, you know, when it's dark outside. So we go above and beyond, but outside of our presence if these kids that we work with choose to do negative things now you have to understand you know kids are susceptible and are impressionable to each other right i don't want to feel left out of the pack so i'm going do what everybody else is doing even in that it's still a choice especially when you get to a certain age right so is it my responsibility to feel sorry for the lack of choices that 
the lack of positive choices that a person makes in their own lives. And I understand like us not having fathers in our home. Yes, th these things impact us to a great degree, but I didn't have a father in my home. I still made personal decisions that was going to benefit me as opposed to not benefit me. Now, just being a human being and growing and making mistakes, I made some bad choices, which made me have, have, have had to start over. But those choices were not things that necessarily affected my community um, and the people are, you know, in my community. Those were personal life choices that just affected um, my progress. And then, they, I'm the, you know, they were life lessons that I had to learn in order to go forward. And you know what I did? <laughs> I learned the lessons and I went forward. I did not get stuck in my position. I didn't get stuck in the mindset that I have. I moved forward. And that's what I would like to see for our neighborhoods, gentrification or no gentrification. I would like for people to see the beauty in progress, right? Um, and, you know, I think, yes, it, you know, it, it, it probably is harder to even do that when you have all these um, entities that have the ability to stifle, stif uh, is the word I'm looking for, stifle the growth of a neighborhood. But at the same time, I don't necessarily know if I can blame the people who move into these neighborhoods who, you know, are just moving into a neighborhood, right? Who just say, well, I, you know, I want a city life. I want to live in the city. So let me, I want to live close to the city. So let me look for an apartment because I don't think the people, some of the people who are moving into these neighborhoods have this idea of uh, we're just going to take over, right? I think it's the people who are buying up the neighborhoods that, feel like they're going to take over or who have that mindset. And at the same time, too, another thing that I've always said is that, you know, us living in the neighborhoods, we're not we didn't take advantage of it. Right. We didn't take advantage of the burnt, the, the abandoned properties. And I mean, nowadays you see more like this younger generation, these guys, um, they're getting into real estate and they're learning and they're literally trying to pass the knowledge on. But you, and even in that, you still have some people who just, they're not interested. They are not interested. They are, they're interested in the life that they've been living because it's easy to live that life. And they are not interested in learning about buying property, learning about um, developing their own neighborhoods. There are hurdles all over the place, man. There are some hurdles that we have no control over, and there are hurdles that we have control over. And we need to take responsibility for the hurdles that we have control over. It's sad to say, but in our neighborhoods that we've grown up in, we don't know how to stick together. We don't know how to do things as a community. And you always have that one, get your hand out my pocket, nigga, that's in the group that, help, you know, does not allow us to kind of like move forward and this is the reason part of the reason why i say it's all you know individualism is important man like taking uh, responsibility for yourself and um if you want to bring people along as you move forward then sure but in our neighborhoods it's not easy because well i you know I'm, i can only say our neighborhoods because that's the neighborhoods that i come from but i'm i'm just gonna assume that just human beings man like there's probably a different understanding that some communities have that we have not grasped yet, 
right? Like, for example, a family can come from a whole nother country um, and go rent an apartment and have 50 million people living in that apartment until and then come up with a plan so everybody can basically get uh, independence and be able to go out and get their own apartment. And but sadly, our community, you know, we don't know how to do that. The sad part to me about our community is that what we do is we we basically look on an admiration and we try to emulate. Right. We try to emulate and we want to be included. We try to be super inclusive. Like, you know, I want to I, it's not fair. I want to I want to be on the yacht and I want to be a part of the golf club. And I'm like, man, look, be a part of your own damn club. I don't want to be a part of their club. I don't want to be a part of my own culture's club. Like I want to do, I want to be a part of my club that cultivates my greatness, that moves me forward so I can pass that knowledge onto my kids and then they can cultivate their own greatness. Um, And if I run into like-minded people that we um, can see the benefit in working with each other, then I'll do that. But I'm not going to rely on a whole community of people just because they look like me because everybody don't think like me. And I'm not rich by any means. And, you know, you know, I'm like I'm in the same boat that most people are in. The only difference is um, I just have a different understanding as far as like to me, as far as life goes, I have a different understanding as well as I do not desire some of the things that most of us seem to desire cars, money, clothes, stuff that don't mean shit. Um, uh, and I've, you know, my experiences has just brought me to a different perspective in life, right? If you don't, if you can't look around and see that most people are just don't know what the hell they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. Like I'm, you know, even in the school system right now, you know, they're trying to figure out, how are we going to do all of this? And I'm like looking around like, yo, like I'm in meetings and I'm listening. I'm on uh, 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 virtual meetings and stuff. And I'm like, yo, listening to these people. And I'm like, yo, adults really think they know what they're doing just because they've hit a certain plateau in age. But we don't know what we're doing either. We just a bunch of big ass kids trying to figure it out as we go along. So, you know, I want to um, encourage you guys to as I always say, man, start at the root of self. All right. If you want to see a difference in this, your surroundings, start at the root. I, you know, you cannot if you're climbing up a ladder, you cannot climb a ladder and get to the top. If you're constantly trying to put your hand down to carry everybody else up with you, especially not knowing that some people are not they just want to be carried. They just want to be carried. They're not looking to carry themselves. They want to be carried. They feel like life owes them something. You guys, um, thank you for listening to my tangent on Tangent Time. Um, as I always say, I'm looking forward to your, you guys' feedback. You can send me emails at either zent068109 at gmail.com or at stage1981 at gmail.com. Um, you can send questions, um, remarks there, or you can DM me on Instagram at zent underscore big head. Um, and just let me know what you think of these episodes. Do you have something to say? I'm actually setting up interviews now. I, I'm supposed to be doing an interview um, with a good friend of mine. Um, 
as well as um, another interview with uh, a couple of other good friends of mine on the topic of marriage. So I'm setting these things up. I'm still trying to learn this program and get this right. Um, you know, because I'm, you know, listening to when I listen back to the podcast, there's certain things that I'm like, ah, that could be better. So I'm working on it. You guys, you, you know, always, man, protect your zen. Look for that better life, man. I love you guys.